0: Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with Mark Blumenthal. Now we've run into each other at many shows. I should say before I start with Mark that Late Night Health is powered by Pod, a uh, Pod Clips, Pod Clips, and uh, we thank Mike Anderson and the guys for doing that. The Pod Clips will be starting very soon. It is a uh, new podcasting and video network, and we're very excited about working with uh, Mike and the guys on developing that. Uh, we are live, and you can hear the background noise, uh, we're actually on the floor, just off the floor, of one of the biggest shows around. It's not as big as Expo West, where I originally met Mark Blumenthal, who is the founder and executive director of the American Botanical Council and he's also the editor-in-chief and publisher of Herbal Gram and Herbal Um uh, Mark, thanks. I've been trying to get you to sit down and talk to me for a couple of years. Are Americans healthy?
1: Uh, by and large, depending on what your yardstick for healthy is, one could say yes we're very healthy and some people could say no we're not healthy enough. So it depends on what you want to look at. Uh, with the increase in degenerative metabolic diseases for example, diabetes for, for being one of them. Uh, one could argue that lifestyle and other considerations, including diet, uh, su- suggests that many Americans are not healthy, and yet there's a subset of Americans who go to the gym several times a day, are doing yoga, looking out for what they eat, the increase of in, in, in consumer interest in plant-based protein and other plant-based foods in general signifies trends. Uh, in subsectors of the population that are very healthy oriented, I personally have been a vegetarian for 51 years. I've been very fortunate and lucky and grateful to be healthy, due to genetic uh, inheritance, due to the way I uh, play the hand that I was dealt. I hope to believe, but at the same time, so I think that it's a question of nature and nurture both. And so I think you know when you say when Americans healthy, you know I don't want to look at the population on a monolithic basis. I think we have to look at it really, really what it is. It's really uh, numbers of subsets of different types of populations and uh, different demographics and you have to choose them so there are trends that are very uh, I think inspiring and I think uh, I'm very optimistic about that are going in the direction of more uh, natural food stores and more natural food items and organic items being sold in conventional
0: food stores etc. Let's talk about plant-based food because plant-based food uh, is is kind of becoming very very popular. Yes. In fact, fast food chains are now offering plant-based food hamburgers, right? Right. right. We won't mention any any names. Right. Um I have a problem with it. Uh, I'm not a vegetarian. I've tried several of them, mm-hmm. but they seem to grill it on the same grill right next to the beef grill so
1: i was at a place the other day and i they offered a black bean burger in a place that sold mainly all everything else was all of hamburgers and i asked and i was able to negotiate for them to grill in olive oil or whatever vegetable oil they had fresh in a pan instead of on the grill my black bean burger for the you know, a whole wheat veggie burger that I got, basically, right. so that my burger would not be, quote, contaminated, unquote, with the grease that has meat products in it from the from the regular grill where everything else is grilled on. So as a 51-year vegetarian and, and counting, so to speak, I've learned over the years to be very careful in how I order my food, knowing that some of it can be, quote, contaminated, from my perspective at least, uh, because the way it's cooked, even though the material by itself... Initially may have been qualified as a high-quality vegetarian uh, ingredients, mm-hmm. but it, you know, for the same reason I don't eat fried food. A, I don't like fried food in general, I and don't B, but they say well, and I see on restaurant menus they have the V for vegetarian or vegan in some cases for the sweet potato fries or the French fries, and I ask them where are these fries fried? Are they fried in the same? batch of oil as the fried shrimp and the fried chicken you have right here on the same menu. They said, yes. I said, then with all due respect, this is not vegetarian or vegan because it's been fried in oil that other meat products have been uh, meat products have been fried in. So technically, if a vegetarian were to be strict as they wanted, they could be, uh, but they maybe don't know how to ask the question yet. Right. Uh, hey, vegetarians, ask the question you know with our fried foods being fried with meat and or shrimp or fish and therefore it's not
0: vegetarian at all but people don't ask their healthcare professionals questions they go to the doctor and and this is true from i think millennials all the way up to octogenarians okay, okay. they is that an eight legged Anyway, yeah. octogenarians,
1: because um, yeah. Yeah. also oxygenarians. we are all oxygenarians, I guess. That's, we yeah. are indeed. Yeah, yes,
0: but they—they they go to the doctor and they say, you know, it hurts, doc, when I do this. You know that old joke, yeah? Right. right. What's the answer that the doctor gives? Well, they usually, don't do it. Right, but they shouldn't. They the, the answer should be, or the the, the follow up question should be, well, okay, doc, I won't do it, but. Why is it hurt? They don't ask. So, you know, are they going to ask that yeah. question about where that burger was fried or not fried?
1: Well, you know, the problem, because you're, you're raising several issues simultaneously. Of One of them is, am. you know, how much time does a patient really have with their primary care physician or their Five specialist? Minutes. Five minutes, eight minutes, some people say. And in that period of time, they don't have the enough opportunity to communicate their lifestyle information to their physician whoever she or he might be. And so there's, they don't get the full picture of what's going on unless they have a regular, uh, you know, a larger intake form that they've actually reviewed adequately. So... Of course, lifestyle is a a primary issue aside from genetics on people's health, and uh, it could be a a health-related issue, it could be a psychological-related issue, which is, I mean, health could be a food-related issue as to why one joint might work or hurt or, or another. There's lots of different reasons, and so the problem is, of course, in most of our medicine, we the doctor wants to give you a pill, or the patient wants, even in many cases, give me a pill for this, and you know, even if it's a placebo, so I can go home and be ri- be rid of all well, this.
0: Well, but uh, you know, you get a cold, you go to the doctor, and you say, "Doc, give me an antibiotic. I'm I'm dying here, right?" Except the
1: case that most cases, colds are flu are uh, virus uh, exactly, virally but indicated, you still ask. and you don't you don't use antibiotics for a uh, cold or flu
0: because right. they're they'd be, be worthless. But they be, do ask. It's a misuse, yeah. And the do- and the doctors. Often prescribe them because that five to eight minute time period didn't have time to argue.
1: Well, I'll tell you, just I'll throw this in voluntarily here, since talking about cold and flu, I seldom get a cold or flu. Maybe once every four, three or four years. You know, maybe because I'm lucky, and again, gratitude to my parents for the wonderful genes that I've inherited, and grateful to the opportunity to try to play the hand. But if I get the sniffles or those first indications or symptoms of a cold or flu, what I immediately do is I take herbs like echinacea, astragalus, andrographis. I take ginger. I take cayenne. I take vitamin C, and I take a lot of it, vitamin C every two to four hours, even though, yes, it's water-soluble and it will come out in your urine, fine. But the, I take 500 milligrams or so, maybe 1,000. And Thank you, Dr. Pauling. Yes, thank you. And within 24 to 36 hours, I'm usually asymptomatic of the cold or flu symptoms that I was experiencing because I basically paid attention to it at the very first signs of the symptoms and hitting it with a barrage of basically mostly herbals but some vitamins as well. And I also use, uh, well, use elderberry. And all of a sudden it'll put uh, elderberry syrup. Very useful. So I've been very fortunate Uh People in my office will be out for four or five days with a heavy flu or an achy type of brachy flu. And if I'm ex- uh, exposed to it, I usually have, get. I don't have a problem because I have a high-functioning re- immune system. And I take adaptogenic herbs every day like rhodiola. I take schizandra, these uh, Chinese herbs that are help increase your, your energy, helps your, your immune system, uh, reduces fatigue. And this, these are part of my daily regimen of vitamin and herbs that I take on a proactive, regular basis. What's really interesting
0: to me is you have more energy than a lot of millennials and you're, let's say, a baby boomer. I am. I'm born in 46. I'm 73.
1: I'm grateful to be here. i yeah. still still engaged because life is
0: exciting. Right. And let's get into the part where life gets not exciting. As people age, a lot of people, and more and more people are suffering from dementia, Alzheimer's, and whatever variants there are. I don't want to wake up and not know who that woman is that I'm sleeping next to. I mean, I want to know that it's my wife. and, And I want to know my my kids I want to know my friends right. and I want to know most importantly that I'm Mark
1: right well you know, there is a, there is it seems to be almost an epidemic level of the various types of dementia going on whether it be Alzheimer's or other types of dementia I've been very interested and very inspired by the work of dr. Dale Bredesen, who you may be familiar with who is probably to dementia what Dean Ornish has been to uh, heart disease and cardiovascular disease, he has developed uh, dietary ways and dietary supplements to help reduce the the onset of, of dementia or stop and or in some cases reverse the onset of dementia based on the research he's been able to do. That's Dale Doctor Dale Bredesen, B R E D E S E N. Uh, he has a book out about this. I think I think it's, I forgot the name of the book, but we'll have to his try work, to
0: get him on the show. Yeah,
1: he, he's compelling, very compelling, and it's lifestyle. He, wor- he works on the 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 focus of lifestyle modification, dietary interventions for, again, retarding, stopping, and or reversing the onset of certain types of dementia, which is astonishing. Absolutely.
0: I mean, it's, it's. I think, uh, I think I just read a study, the number one concern, about growing old for baby boomers, because you know today's sixty-year-old yeah. is yesterday's forty-year-old, right? As they say you. You look at Father Knows Best. The guy was forty. Robert Young was forty-two years old doing Father Knows Best, and he's sitting around in a shirt and tie. You have worn a shirt and tie in how many years? I've not worn a tie in over twenty years. Got it. And I only wear it when I'm on camera, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, Robert Young, at forty-two looks like our, you know, the average 60-year-old who's active and yeah. doing that, but they, they have this fear. And I think that that we have to find something that's simple and easy and, and expensive so that we can, you know, live our lives and have quality of life. I think that's the most important thing. We only have a few minutes left. Our guest is Mark Blumenthal, founder and executive director uh, editor-in-chief and publisher of Herbalgram and Herbal Clip and uh, the founder of the American Botanical Council. Tell us what the American Botanical Council is all about.
1: We, ABC, American Botanical Council, is an independent nonprofit research and education organization. We're in Austin, Texas, but we're basically an international organization. We publish six different uh, uh, journals and newsletters. Uh, for our members and also some that are free uh, at herbalgram.org, our website. Uh, we are one of the largest websites that are non non-com- non commercial uh, oriented with uh, peer reviewed information summarizing the science that's continually publishing in the world on clinical studies that continue to document the relative safety and many of the clinical benefits of medicinal plant preparations.
0: Wow! Do you are. What's the age range? She's want, uh, looking at all this. Is it millennials? Is it seniors? Or Our, our membership? Course? Your membership.
1: Our membership are mainly research scientists, health professionals, industry members, government agencies, botanical gardens, arboretum, independent la- la- analytical laboratories, all a very wide spectrum of members of people and institutions that are interested in medicinal plant research, scientific and clinical documentation of uh the world's heritage basically we are basically documenting the safety and benefits and the new opportunities associated with good health based on plants both foods as medicines uh med- you know plant foods as medicines as well as the more uh, esoteric herb- herbal medicines or med- and medicinal plants where do you
0: think it's going Where
1: going up don't worry about The We've been publishing for 20 years an uh, annual herb market report, and in the last 20 years, except for one year, the market has continued to rise uh, 8 9% in the last few years, an increase in herbal dietary supplement sales in North America in the United States, not including herbal tea sales, herbal cosmetics, etc. So the sales of herbal materials are, are really increasing, as, as supplements are increasing by uh, in consumer sales, because consumers are voting with their dollars that they want safe effective, low-cost healthcare
0: options, including but not limited to herbal medicines. And and what about pharmaceutical meds? I mean, I, I was saying earlier to somebody that I saw an ad the other day that the average price of product X, whatever it was, was $3,200 a month. I don't know anybody who could afford that.
1: Well, hopefully their insurance will cover most of that. The fact of the matter is that there is a place for uh, pharmaceutical drugs, of course, uh, what we're dealing with here is, uh, is the idea that people should look at different opportunities as first lines of defense. You should not necessarily go to the doctor to get a pharmaceutical drug for many of the ails and illnesses that people have as the first choice. There are dietary modifications, lifestyle modifications, stress reduction techniques, yoga, exercise, it's a meditation, prayer, whatever that can increase a person's lifestyle that can reduce the chances of disease and can reduce the effects of certain kind of disease, including the use of properly manufactured and responsibly marketed and clinically tested dietary supplements, herbal and otherwise. And then, if certain situations occur or uh, certain situations uh, don't ameliorate, there is always the room for uh, more aggressive pharmaceutical drug therapy.
0: And uh, you mentioned um, vaccinations. I didn't mention that. Uh, somebody did. Okay. Well, I thought about yeah, it. It's yeah. the flu season. Yeah. All right. You mentioned what you do. Yeah. You, do you take a flu, a flu vaccine?
1: I do not. Now, I'm not suggesting that people do what I do. I'm just saying I have not it's ever had an a flu. Option, I have option. not ever had a flu shot. I'm 73. I've been very fortunate again. I've got a very strong constitution again, thanks to my parents. And whenever I have that first sign of a flu or a cold, I Hit it hard with the dietary supplements, the herbal supplements, and I say within 24 to 48 hours, if that long, I'm usually asymptomatic. So I've and, been fortunate. And last but not least, do you have your own garden? I have gardens, a two and a half acre uh, place where my uh, historic uh, gardens, where the American Botanical Council sits in East in East Austin, where we have all about 300 different herbal medicines and different plants grown, including a vegetable garden. So I travel too much to have a tend to a garden at home. Uh, but I do access many of the
0: plants that are grown at the ABC Gardens. Right. I uh, we, we started an organic garden a couple of years ago, and the squirrels beat me this year. Yeah, well, they have to eat too. Yeah, I wish they would. not yes. Anyway. Mark, thank you very much. Uh, thank what you. What is the website? Oh, here we go, herbalgram.org. Yeah. Herbalgram.org I'm Mark Allen. By the way, Mark and I spell our names right. I owe him money because he's a little bit older than I am and apparently he has copyrighted the name Mark with a K. (laughs) Um, We're uh, at uh, Supply Side West. We are being powered by Pod Clips and we thank Mike Anderson uh, and his team of guys for doing that. Uh, It's just uh, going to be a brand new a podcasting site coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks, we hope. We'll be starting with Late Night Help. Uh, I'm Mark Allen here on Late Night Help, and speaking of starting, we have some music coming up, and there it goes. We'll be back shortly. We've got some n- more people to talk to here on Late Night Help, live from Supply Side West in Las Vegas, Nevada.